Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Tuesday, January the 25th, 2022. So today we are going to read the Beatitudes for the last time, and we're going to read straight through starting Matthew 5.1, and we'll go all the way through verse 11. We're going to add today uh, verse 11 to what we've been reading. And we're going to go a little more in depth today about this idea of persecution that we talked a little bit about on yesterday. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And this is the verse for today, chapter 5, verse 11. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Yeah, this is another one of those passages that you read kind of like blessed are those who mourn and you you think wait a second Jesus this doesn't make any sense it's a paradox how can I be blessed when people revile me persecute me utter all kinds of evil against me falsely even uh, for your name how can I be blessed in those moments and I think there's a couple of things that we need to see here the first is One of the reasons we can be blessed and we can have joy is because we realize we're not off track when that happens, but we're on the right track. So if we begin to live in this upside down world of Jesus, as I said a little bit yesterday, it may upset some people. When we begin to live with completely different values and a completely different value system than those in the world, and I'm not just talking about moral values, although that's part of it. But I'm talking about values like the poor are blessed and the, those who mourn are blessed and the meek are ble- will inherit the earth and those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled rather than just filling yourself with all kinds of material things. Like when we begin to live in this upside down kingdom of Jesus, it's going to upset some people. It's not the status quo and people may be frustrated at us for it, maybe because they see a peace that they long for? Maybe not. Maybe they just think we're ridiculous in living this way. Whatever it is, it has proven over time that people who live in this way, for whatever reason, upset 
people around them, not on purpose, but it's just a natural uh, kind of consequence. It happened to Jesus. It's happened to the prophets. And so Jesus says, blessed are you when you do this. You're on the right track. You're headed in the right direction. So another question we might have for ourselves is, if no one ever reviles us or persecutes us or even says anything to us about our faith, are we on the right track? Or are we living by the value system of the world? That's a deep question and a tough question sometimes to look in the mirror and ask, but it's a good question. The second thing I see in this passage is that it's, he says, in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And this is a really big one too, because it tells us that we are not the be-all, end-all of this thing. That we are living part of a way larger story. It's the story that started at creation. That this is God's story and we are playing our part in it. It's not our story at all. In fact, we are part of something that has gone on since the beginning of time and will go on into eternity. That's a really big, wide, uh, broad story. And we get one little bitty millisecond of it to live our lives. But there's something about being grounded in something larger than yourself. And, and you can talk to psychologists. You can talk to leadership people. Like when you're living for something more than just making a paycheck, when you're working for something more than just the next day or the weekend, when you're working for some larger purpose, you will persevere. You will work harder. You will have more joy in your work. You will be more fulfilled and more satisfied because you're not just living for your little bitty self. And that is what this passage also tells us. We are part of a much larger story. It's the story of God. We're not even the story writer. We are just playing our part in the story. And as we begin to live into these values that Jesus gives us, we begin to, to write our own little section. God writes, I should say, our section through us. As we begin to look more and more like him, we begin to reveal God in the world. And people begin to see God in us. And so when people revile you, insult you, persecute you, Remember, you're not the first person and you won't be the last who has gone through this. You're not alone. And if you want to look to the ultimate person who went through it, look at God himself who entered into this world and took on the suffering of all the world. And so you're never alone in your persecution. You're never alone in your suffering. You're never alone when people insult you, revile you, and say all kinds of evil things about you because of Jesus. Not because you're being mean or something, but because of Jesus. Um, you're not alone because Christ went through the same thing. God himself suffered at the hands of his creation and was insulted and reviled and persecuted. The prophets before were, and if you are, count yourself in good company. And that's how you can say maybe it's even a blessing to be persecuted. I know that sounds difficult. But as we change that perspective, maybe we can realize, A, we're on the right track, and two, we're part of a much larger story, and we're not alone in that suffering. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast. 
so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.